Well, hey there, beautiful people. Happy reading day of October 6th. And I say that because I'm going to be fully transparent with you. <laughs> As you may have noticed, my days got a little mixed up and uh, we just published two shows yesterday. I'm trying to stay ahead of my team that's helping me and they're in a 12-hour difference. So my rhythm's off a little bit. So I'm actually recording this. I think late on October 5th. So I just want to be transparent. I'm going to do the readings and publish the readings so that they're on the day of the readings. Barring all goes well with getting them done and getting them in front of my team. And even though I'm calling this vacation, my schedule is getting pretty full and it's challenging sometimes to be here. So I will be honest, I am, I'm whooped today. I don't know why. I think I slept good last night. I slept about eight hours, which is a good night. Uh, We got up and we went for a nice 13 or 14 mile bike ride today, me and my uncle. And I have to tell you, you know, he had a heart attack back in March or April, like the height of COVID and had open heart surgery. And it was really freaking scary. And as I was riding my bike today and hanging out with him, I was just thinking like, how lucky am I like that I get to have these moments with him? I think he's knocking on the doors of 70. And because of the heart attack, it makes it more scary. Well, maybe you don't. But I think sometimes that these important people in my life are going to live forever. And I have to be realistic. And, and just take notice when I'm being present in the company of these people that are important to me. And it's, it's not just the people who are, you know, almost 70. It's anybody at any time, especially in the world that we're living in today. So I want to share that message with you first and foremost. Like, hug the ones you love, guys. Appreciate every moment. Am I missing some things that I should probably be doing for work and for personal development right now? Yep, absolutely, 100%. But am I choosing to spend my time wisely with people that I love? And after this year, especially, and not taking things for granted, you know, that I'll just, oh, I'll see you next year. It's not that way all the time, guys. So I'm calling this out and I hope it helps you pause for a moment and think about who you need to reach out to or who you need to appreciate or who you need to hang out with and just be grateful that we have people to hang out with that we love and we care about. And, you know, this trip is very important to me for that reason. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just grateful. Me and Uncle Bob went biking today and then we went (laughs) RV shopping and I'm actually feeling a bit I think this is part of why I feel so exhausted because now I'm overwhelmed. Like life could be going fast forward. Do I buy the RV now or later? There's one that is just freaking magnificent that I love even more than the one I found in New York. Do I make those big of life changes? There's just a lot to factor in. It's pretty interesting. The Chiefs are playing right now. So I'm going to probably be short and sweet at this very moment and go in and get jammies on and watch the Chiefs. But It was important to me too that I don't miss publishing on the day that we need to publish. So yeah, so I'm going to chat with you and send this over to my team and you'll get to hear this on October 6th the way it should be. 
I also have to tell you, my aunt was cracking me up. So as you know, I was a florist in my past life or a flower child, whatever you want to call it. I've dealt with flowers for a lot of my career over 30 years. And I was sitting out back. I kind of made this little makeshift office on her back porch today. And she had a little table with a vase of sunflowers in it to the left of her swing. And then another table to the right of her swing with sunflowers in it. And I noticed that the ones on the left were dead and the ones on the right were not. Now, in my defense, there was water in both vases. (laughs) So tonight I asked her, they're getting ready to go camping. Tonight I asked her, I said, you know, do you want me to throw away those sunflowers? I was like, it's really weird. The ones on the left are doing so good and the ones on the right or the ones on the left are dead and need to go to heaven and the ones on the right are doing very well. And that would be when she kindly pointed out to me, laughing at me the whole time, that the ones on the right were fake. And she's like, didn't you work with flowers before? So as I talk about being present on the bike ride with my uncle, obviously I was not fully present when I was looking at the sunflowers. And she's got a big chuckle out of it. And she told me I'm supposed to tell you. So I'm telling you that I made a big mistake, but I can definitely... uh tie it into paying attention to my surroundings and the lack thereof in this particular case. So it's a little entertaining. I have not sneak previewed this reading, but I am going to kick us off with it and we'll see what download comes to me to share with you. So Gerald G. Jampolsky says, in order to receive the world differently, it is imperative that we learn to retrain our minds and realize that we can gain control over our thoughts. Negative thinking can clutter our minds and influence all our actions and relationships. Becoming aware of negative thought patterns is a foundation upon which we can build a tower of remarkable change. Our minds are powerful and adaptive. We are finding that we can change our thinking at any moment, age, and time if we are willing. Now we know that we can change anything in our lives when we begin to change our basic belief and end our pattern of negative thinking. If we don't, All our other life changes will be built on shifting sand. When we do, we discover that as we build our new base of positive thinking, everything else we do is in harmony. Today, let me become aware of how much I allow my mind to drift into negative thinking. This has been a theme, obviously, all year. I'm noticing some stuff along my way, but especially here, a couple things that have happened with this negative thinking. But I noticed... Everywhere that I slept, and I slept, you know, at my aunt and uncle's house, I've slept at Susie's house, I've slept at Dana's house, I've slept at Craig's, and I don't know if this applies at Craig's, but I've slept at all these different places. Here's what I've learned about me before this trip. There was some nights that I was falling asleep on the couch. Like when my back hurts, I go to the couch and I I sleep and I watch TV and go to sleep. And I always set a sleep timer. So When I wake up in the middle of the night, my TV's not on. However, if I only doze off for a couple minutes and I wake up and it's on or whatever, there's still, I could fall asleep five minutes into it, but the timer might not go off for a couple hours. And what I had discovered was when I do that, if whatever I'm playing in the background, and I can't remember what show this happened with, it might've been something as simple as NCIS or or something to that effect. I fall asleep with like the gunshots, just the violence playing in the background, my mood is impacted that way. Either when I wake up the next morning or 
even, you know, like in the middle of the night, I might wake up grumpy, whatever. So it's getting into my subconscious. However, when I go to bed with my meditations playing in the background, I think I wake up in a much nicer space. I think that through time, I'm becoming more of the things that my meditations affirm me to be, whether it's confidence or happy or not being afraid of the future, whatever it is, because I I play a lot of different affirmations. One of the meditations that I've been playing, I got from one of my coaches, and it's just amazing. It's, It's kind of shifting my views even more so on money and on the fact that everything will just be all right. Like, everything will just be okay. I'm not worried about it. So where I'm going with this is, I think that people can be influenced by not just the TV when we're sleeping, but also the TV when we're on. And it could be draining. If we're watching, you know, the president get sick, and then we're speculating on what will happen. And then that's all that we're seeing is, you know, more people with COVID. And then he comes out of the hospital. And there's, again, showing him on the screen, maybe without a mask. How do all those things create a reaction for us? And what are those reactions like? Now, I don't watch the news, okay? I get a little bit from social media of people post articles or whatever. But in generally, I don't watch the news. So I'm grateful to say that my negative influence is limited, or at least that's how I view it. And it's a choice. I don't want to be hung up in every ounce of politics or... COVID or protests or whatever. There's just so much stuff, guys. I don't have the energy. I don't have enough positivity in my bucket to solve world problems. I just don't. So that's one aspect of negative thinking is that you may not even know you're brainwashing yourself into negative thinking like with the TV. That's part of what I'm trying to explain. Now, I don't know if it works that way for everyone. This is just an observation for me, but I would say give it a test. Test it a week or two. Sleep with something positive on. Maybe it's soft music. You know, maybe you're going to say to me, I can't sleep with the TV off. I said that for years too. And we can. Take some melatonin, give it a whirl, and start changing your life without any effort. And by without any effort, I mean, you have to sleep anyway. You're already going to be in the bed. So why not try to make that experience a positive one to help? with the negative thinking. So it says here, and I'm going to you know, go through it again, especially because I zoned out in the middle of the second paragraph when I was reading it to you. Sometimes that happens. So negative thinking can clutter our minds and influence our actions and relationships. So if you were, if I was thinking negatively and I had my pissy pants on, do you think that people around me are going to be impacted by my negative thinking and my pissy pants? Absolutely, right? I wanted to say you betcha, which would be highly inappropriate. If I was picking up those negative vibes or hanging on to all the angst and misery that's happening right now, I definitely, it would impact the people around me. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to be bitchy. I want to come from a place of gratitude, like I expressed about being on the bike this morning. I want to feel love and happiness and contentness. I don't want to be stressed out and then passing on that stress to other people so that they can be stressed and worried and all of those things. Our minds are powerful and adaptive. 
We're finding that we can change our thinking at any moment, age and time, if we are willing. And guys, I'm proof of this. Like if you ever, and I I know I've said this to you, I know I have, but if you ever told me 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, that I would be meditating, that I would be listening to meditations when I'm sleeping, that I wouldn't be drinking alcohol, that I would be not gambling, that I would be being as open-minded. Like people say things and I kind of make it a game now where I kind of challenge myself to figure out what is the right response. And by that, I mean a right response that I'm not negative, that I'm not argumentative. And yeah, I can I can change how I show up and how I talk to people and how I communicate and then how I feel after. Because if I give if I give positive feedback or even neutral feedback, as long as it's not negative where I'm looking for a fight, then I've said my piece, I've had my voice, I feel good about it, but then I'm not simmering in things. And it goes back to things like we've talked about with letting go. We need to let go of the negative and this is a another principle to help us with not having the negative thinking and how we can control it. It takes a bunch of little actions like the ones I'm saying, whether it's, you know, sleeping with positive juju or maybe it's meditating during the day and listening to positive stuff. Or I found that when I started going to church, they played some really like upbeat, fun songs. And it's really, this is going to sound really bad, but I'll tell you anyway. Sometimes you can hear in the songs, it's about relationships with God, I think is how the Christian writers read it. But sometimes this music, if you didn't know or you didn't hear it from church, you might think it applies to your you know, significant other or your boyfriend or girlfriend or wife or husband or whatever. There's the music is that uplifting and you may care about people or, you know, find solace in people the same way some people find in God. So maybe to avoid or to change your thinking, maybe it's listening to Christian music radio station. Just giving you examples that I haven't given you before. But getting in that upbeat thinking. I mean, just think about music anyway. I mean, how do you feel? I know how I feel when I hear that song at the beginning of my show. I literally play that song one to five times a day just because it keeps me happy. And I I visualize it a bunch of different ways. When I was still stressed about the relationship that no longer existed, I would say, I hope you're happy. And I would send love and kindness to him. I hope you're happy. I hope you're okay. Yeah, we didn't work out, but that's okay. I, I still hope you're happy. Then there's days that it's all about me. Like, I hope I'm happy. I hope that I set a good example. I want to be happy. There's days that I send it to other people that I may be struggling with. I hope you're happy. Like, I really do. Get a grip. Like, we can all be happy. If you were happy and you were away from this negative thinking, your life may be different. And I want everyone to have good, meaningful, fulfilled, amazing, badass, motivating, beautiful lives. Like, that's just what I want for everyone. And if I had negative thinking and I hung on to the negative thinking model, it's really hard to wish that on people. So music can have that influence. Now we know that we can change anything in our lives when we begin to change our basic belief system and end our pattern of negative thinking. And guys, that's so freaking true. I almost, it's so true that I almost feel guilty about it right now. Like I really, there's such a small population that I think really grasps this. 
you know, like if I think about a hundred people I know, it's a small population that I think gets rid of the negative thinking or focuses on trying to not have the negative thinking. And some of that is people just don't even know that they're having negative thinking. Some stuff is so programmed into us. We did a photo shoot this weekend and the way that I've always viewed myself with photos is my nose is too big. Don't take my profile. I look so fat. I'm ugly in photos. I hate them, blah, blah, blah. And my coach was amazing. And he he said something to me that just made it so freaking clear. He's like, Bobby, you know, like it's not about how I look. It's about how I show up in the world with my personality and how I help people and how I serve. That made it where I started practicing, you know, so it goes back to working on it, changing little things. So I started practicing by doing lives on my Facebook, by being okay on, you know, video, doing the in-person Zoom calls instead of hiding, all those things. And I practiced. And then yesterday when I had this photo shoot, again, I didn't even notice that this was happening, that the change was happening in the background. But when I had the photo shoot yesterday, I actually felt pretty. I felt confident. I didn't feel like I was fat, even though the jeans I tried to put on before we went out that fit when I was on my way out here didn't fit yesterday and I had to put stretchy pants on. I still didn't beat myself up about that. And I still didn't just see, you know, 220 pound Bobby in the camera lens. I'm not 220 pounds anymore, but I used to see that anyway, because that was my negative thinking. That was my programming. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this. When you look in the mirror, you're like, uh, and like I said, my nose is too big. I'm too heavy. My boobs aren't big enough. Whatever those things are, I'm reprogramming myself. Now, thanks to Eric and that piece of advice, for example, and the other work that I do, I look in the mirror and I'm like, wow, like, wow. It's, it's, and it's more than superficial. It's just like, oh, because I kind of feel like I have this glow about me. Like there's a different energy around who I've become because I've lessened my negative thinking and I moved it. And this can happen to anyone. That's the point of it can happen at any moment, age and time. If we don't change our negative thinking, all our other life changes will be built on shifting sand. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if if everything was just moving and was that loose and you know we can fall into a hole at any time? What if that hole was going back to the bat? I don't want to take that risk. When we discover that as we build a new base of positive thinking, everything else we do is in harmony. And that's so freaking true. Like things just start lining up. We're happy. We're doing things that make a difference in our lives and hopefully others' lives. And I apologize for my yawning. That's why I warned you that I was tired. Of course, I'm sitting in a hot car too. Today, let me be aware of how much I allow my mind to drift into negative thinking. Again, everything I talk about, guys, when it comes to making change is generally based on a platform of practice. Negative thinking, I don't know where it comes from, but it exists in most of us. And it can be draining. And it can be draining on ourselves and other people and we don't even notice it's happening. So that's what I want you all to start thinking about and working on right now is taking notice of that negative thinking. And for now, I won't even make it double homework like, okay, notice you have negative thinking and changing it. How about right now, we're just aware that we're having the negative thinking. Oh, okay, yeah, I thought that. Why am I thinking this? You know, maybe dig a little deeper into this. 
why did I think that I was ugly on camera? I know why. Because I had tried out for Wheel of Fortune, and this was, God, 20 years ago. I tried out and I was smart enough, but they didn't pick me. So I think that they thought I was too ugly to be on camera. That's my belief, or was my belief. Now I don't know. It just wasn't meant to be, I guess. There was something else. Oh, I was interviewed for the news the same day as someone else and someone else got picked instead of me. So that was another like, okay, that validated that I'm bad on camera. I was letting other people's actions or responses to me decide whether or not I had that value or I was allowing it to, that negative thinking to perpetuate. None of that's, well, I don't know what's true or not, but it's it comes down to what I believe and do I want to have a positive way of thinking about it instead of a negative and what difference does that make? Let's say, and I will tell you, I was so nervous when I first started podcasting. What are people going to think of my voice? Do you care if it's perfect? I mean, there's a big difference. If you went back and you listened to my first 10 or 15 shows, I was so repetitive with my words and I ummed and sewed and liked like a million times more than I do now. Now, don't get me wrong. I still do. And I also now cough and yawn and have horrible manners. And I go against all the rules that, you know, podcasters who say you need to, you know, edit out the ums and the this and make it full blown perfect to get followers and listeners and all that. If I listen to all them, I would never have a show. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't get the lovely messages that I get telling me how the show helps you. So I'd rather show up imperfect and positive than not show up at all because of negative thinking. That's the difference that the thinking can make. And I believe that if you looked around in your life, in your world, your relationships, your job, right? My negative thinking at my job, that's another reason is I never was able to tackle my negative thinking in a big enough way at my day job. So now how I feel outside of my day job, like I've relieved that negative thinking. So I knew that, right? I couldn't change that. Here I am doing something different to make my thinking positive. Now, am I making as much money as my day job? Nope. But I feel a whole lot better. I feel like a million bucks or 10 million bucks or a million bucks, a million, million bucks. I don't know. I feel like amazing. It's not about the money. It's about having that positive frame of mind. I'm excited to get up every morning. I'm excited to know that I'm in control of my own schedule most of the time. I got some people that want me to show up for things. So that makes it a little tricky, but I know that I have the power and I can keep it positive. If I want to start my day with a bike ride and a cinnamon bun like I did this morning, I can. If I want to sleep in an hour later, I can. If I want to get up at three o'clock and start writing, I can. And those are all positive things. And sometimes the positive thinking is more than what's just in our mind. You know, sometimes this goes back to controlling what we can control and what we can't control letting go. Again, that hidden serenity prayer in there and all that we do and talk about. So those are my thoughts. You guys know in general how I feel about negative thinking and negativity in general and how I don't think it helps our quality of life. So this was just a friendly reminder coming to you from Firestone, Colorado. (laughs) Anyway, that's what I got for you guys for October 6th. I am forgetting to tell you a couple things I know and I can't think of them right now. So I guess you might hear them on October 7th. So I hope you're having a wonderful week so far, beautiful people. You take care and I'll check in soon.